Hey there, and welcome to Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. It's the show where we highlight great podcasts and the makers behind them. On today's show, we're talking about a podcast that will help you break into the startup scene if that is what you're looking to do in life. The startup scene is obviously a little uh, hard to navigate through, and the podcast that we're talking about today sets out to really show you how easy and and doable it is to break out into startups if you put your mind to it and work hard. Breaking into startups is the show that we're talking about today, and it is exactly what I said earlier. It is a podcast all about people who broke into startups from seemingly just crazy circumstances. There's a lot of different stories out there that they've featured so far. On today's uh, show on Podcast of the Day, we're going to be featuring an episode where a high school dropout from Philadelphia eventually get managed to get all the way up to Slack, the business communication platform that um, a lot of startups and tech teams in general use. So that is what is going to be heard on today's uh, edition of Podcast of the Day. But they have a ton of other stories too, and uh, crazy ones nonetheless. Um, one includes a army sergeant who became a product manager at Facebook. Another one that uh, is a Broadway actress who eventually became a software engineer at the Slack company, which we're also going to be hearing about later, as I said. Um, I mean, we're talking a lot of different stories from seemingly uncapable ways to get there. Um, and it's truly and truly incredible to, uh, to hear all of these things. And it really gets you inspired to want to break into the scene and uh, really get involved with it. Now, Breaking Into Startups, the podcast is worked on by Arthur Meister, Timmer Meister, and Ruben Harris. They're all the co-founders of the website and program. And if you go to breakingintostartups.com, that's where you'll find, where you'll find the podcast and a ton more resources to really get you involved in the whole startup scene if that is what you're looking to do. Nonetheless, we're going to listen to an episode here, and here is the first clip from it. The story of how a high school dropout eventually became a worker at Slack. Here is a uh, an intro into that whole thing, and then later we'll hear how it actually all happened. Growing up, we're told that in order to be successful, you need to be a banker, a doctor, or a lawyer. That's what the gatekeepers want you to think. But we're part of something bigger. We're part of a technological revolution. Either you're at the table or on the table. Get in the end. 10X. Yo, 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 this is Ruben Harris. I'm here with the homies Arthur and Timor Meister, and this is the Breaking Stars Podcast. Timor, can you please tell the people what we're doing today? Yes, yeah, so it's 8 p.m. on a Thursday night, and we're recording out of one of the coolest startups in Silicon Valley. The company is called Slack. If you work in tech, you're most likely using their product. And if you haven't heard about them, you will be using it once you break in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're here with the homie Rodney Urquhart, who's from North Philly. Shout out North Philly. He heads up the test infrastructures team at Slack. He's worked at a lot of amazing technology companies, including the Yammer team at Microsoft, ThoughtWorks. He's part of Dev Color. And yeah, he's, he's just super dope. So, you know, Rodney, you must have had to go to a lot of a really good school to, to get it up to this point. So what, what college did you go to? What, what, what was your GPA? School of the hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't go to college. I, didn't, I dropped out of high school. So, you know, I don't, I don't think I actually have a, a solid answer to that. Like, I don't, I don't have a GPA that you would be impressed by. Yeah, so for me, I, I grew up in North Philly. A lot of my life was focused primarily around just 
surviving, trying to mm-hmm. find, you know, you know, just different avenues to try to enjoy life in an environment where everybody's hostile, but it's what's necessary to survive. And we talked about hostility in the beginning of in the pre-chat and your high school experience. You know, what was the focus in high school? Oh, the focus was absolutely on it was I guess. All right. So my transition into high school, my anticipation was that I would have access to so much more information than I did in, in elementary school. But the reality of my situation proved to be different in that my focus was solely on surviving and essentially not being shot, not being killed, not being beat up and being able to like just make it home. Um, there's a lot of gang wars. There's a lot of sit at the right tables, talk to the right people. And, you know, definitely don't be caught. Don't be caught off guard. It really is a great story. And I was drawn into this one particularly because it's just so incredible to come from a rough background and end up making uh, making it all the way to a startup like Slack, who is is pretty popular and notorious among the, the startup community, at least as far as I know, and their communications, tools, and etc. So uh, a very cool story. So here is the ending to that. I did escape, essentially, at least the environment that I was in. But I knew that, okay, well, what's next? I had to kind of like try to figure that out. Yeah. And you're still 16, right? So you're supporting yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm 16 at the time. You're, you don't have anyone looking over your shoulders. You're living with you. your grandma at the time? Yeah. I was living with my grandma. Um, There's no other adults, you, you know, me and my grandma. And a lot of my focus was, and the reason why I was able to, to live with my grandma was because she needed me to do a few extra errands around the house, essentially. And in return, I was able to you know, stay in her basement. And yeah, that was my... That was, you know, essentially my first opportunity to be out on my own. Yeah. So now you're out on your own. Now, what do you do next? So at 16, you know, I had my GED. I didn't have to, I didn't have to work. I didn't have to go to school, but I looked around and I saw that, you know, just being in contact with brothers and sisters, that they were still struggling and that they were still, they still needed help. So I went to start trying to find work. And it's funny as I was walking, you know, as I was walking up and down the streets, trying to just apply for jobs nearby, as I was walking, you know, streets nearby, just trying to apply for jobs, I would get stopped by the cops. They would, they would ask me like, you know, aren't you supposed to be in school? 16 years old, right? It got to the point where I had to carry around my GED. So they stopped stopping me and wow. trying to take me back to high school. But essentially I started looking for work. The first job that I had, I worked at Burger King. And that was like critical for me because it was an opportunity, not only that for me to make money, but I would take food home and basically, you know, that would be dinner. And at times I took food home and I went to, you know, my dad's house and I was able to, you know, there's a sense of, it was an empowering feeling being able to not only put money in my pocket, but also to literally food bring to food to the, I, Exactly. To the That's exactly what it was. So I was empowering feeling and, you know, you, you start working at Burger King and you start thinking about what your, you know, other jobs while you're there. You know, what other jobs were you considering? Or? So while I was working there, my goal was really, how do I, okay, this is great. I can, I'm making money, but how do I increase this? And I didn't really see many opportunities at the time that I was 16. And so I continued to work essentially at Burger King. Throughout that period, I eventually fell into, I fell into um, a pretty, I would say deep depression. And it, it really, it really stayed with me probably for two or three years. And I worked some other jobs, but I would say most of my time until I turned until I turned eighteen was spent in uh, fast food. 
And was was that depression caused because you felt like you you weren't feeling a sense of purpose from your your work, even though you were putting food on the table for your family? Or what? Where was that depression coming from? Yeah. So for me, it was just a lack of purpose. Like, what was the point of everything? Right. Like, it was. If you want to listen to the rest of that episode, it all comes from episode 28 of Breaking Into Startups, um, where they speak to Rodney Urquhart about the, the whole process of getting to the startup that he's at now. Um, so that is all found there, and there is a ton of other episodes you should definitely check out and listen to. Some that Timur and Arthur uh, that I actually talked to in this upcoming interview, um, they mentioned. So um, a ton of episodes to check out, a lot of resources, and some really great inspiration to want to, to get you into the, the process of really starting out in the startup world. So anyways, as I mentioned earlier, just a second ago, I did get to speak with Arthur and Timur from the show, and they have a lot of great things to say about getting into a startup and the podcast that they do as a whole. So uh, here is the interview. So I'm Arthur Meister. I'm one of the co-founders um, of the Breaking Startups podcast. Today joining me is also Timur Meister, who is my twin hey guys. co-founder. Um, and we also have Ruben Harris, who is the third um uh, co-founder who unfortunately couldn't be with us today but he's also a very uh like big personality he's one of the hosts and we usually record all our episodes together all three of us um and the way we came up with this idea for the podcast was um we ourselves broke into tech from non-traditional backgrounds we were in finance uh and then we decided to break into tech and so we didn't know anyone um, who was working for startups. We didn't have the skills. So over the last few years, we taught ourselves how to code. Um, we figured out the landscape. We attended coding boot camps. Um, and now we've been working as software engineers for the last two years. And through this process, we've been blogging about our experience. And so people started reaching out to us asking how they could break into tech as well um, from consulting, from uh investor banking uh we've had people who are college dropouts veterans kind of all over the board very not traditional backgrounds and what we realize is that um we can't meet with everyone for a coffee or jump on the phone with everyone but there's a lot of people out there who are interested in how they break into tech so we decided to start the podcast to kind of show them the pathways people take to successfully get jobs in tech can you walk me through a typical episode? How does do you usually just bring on a guest and kind of talk about their story and how they broke into their own startup area? Um, yeah, uh, Arthur, you want to take it over? Yeah. So our focus is on uh, people who are uh, either like a year to three years out of um, making the transition, and the reason we're, we've decided to do that is because there's a lot of um, kind of iconic uh, people in tech like Zuckerberg, Elon Musk that like people have a hard time identifying with them. A lot of the time their success is attributed to, oh, they were genius, right? Right. So right. the decision we made with our podcast is that we're not going to feature founders and we're going to feature people who broke into tech uh, relatively recently. So they could have broken into tech six months ago. Like we have a veteran that broke into tech, uh, like finished service, did a coding boot camp, works at Amazon now. He did all of that in six months. Wow. Um, and so... That's super actionable because now other veterans could listen to the story and be like, "Hey, I don't need to wait four years to go to like to get a graduate degree. I could actually just do it now, and in six months I'll be on the other side." Um, and so that's kind of the in terms of selecting guests, we're always 
emphasizing, hey, like, uh, we, we want to get people who have uh, relevant advice. And as you know, like, as time passes, things change. So we right. don't, we're not... We don't want to get someone who broke into tech 10 years ago because it's going to be a different landscape, different job market. Uh, that advice isn't going to be as actionable. Um, and so once we have the guest, then we try to identify um, kind of what what advantages and disadvantages they had as they were uh, deciding to break into tech. So a lot of people might have, let's say maybe if someone was um, homeless, right? Um, and we've had a few, we actually had, had an interview with Everett Taylor, who is now the CMO of um, Skirt, which is a very high growth startup out of L.A. Okay. But he was actually homeless when he was in high school and he dropped out of college. So wow. um, those uh, kind of going through that actually prepared him to be more resourceful and take more risk. Because, hey, if you've ever been homeless then you realize, like, that's usually the biggest fear people have when they start new things. And since he's already kind of faced that reality, he wasn't afraid to take risks and start new things. And that made, made him hungrier. So um, that's typically the stories we go for, is like what disadvantages advantages you had, and then how did you use them to, um, how did you leverage those disadvantages to turn them into advantages? And just to add to what Arthur is saying, yeah. um, our biggest thing is um, when we're interviewing someone <laughs> is to accomplish two things. One is to bring guests whose stories other people are going to relate to who are who are not in tech yet. So that's the first thing that's very important for us. In order to do that, we brought people that we just know out here or people that connected us uh, to who are who were f formerly incarcerated. So we had a guy who was serving a life sentence who then came out of prison using um, through like a program where he was teaching himself how to code and then he broke into startups. We, we've had a teenage parent um, we've had a veteran. We, we had a high school dropout who's now working as a senior engineer at one of the fastest growing startups. Wow. So the reason we bring those stories is those people overcame tremendous struggle and obstacles, but they were still able to do it. And it also like so we're trying to inspire our listeners to say, hey, if those people can do it and they're just like me, I can do it, too. So that's the first step. The second one is we don't want to just um, feature a an amazing story but there's not going to be any takeaways or next steps for the guest on what they can do in order in order to break in so we also asked them a lot of advice uh like i was saying with that 100 dollar question we're also asking them how did they actually land the interview how did they make those connections right. and all those things just to add um to what to arthur was saying the advice that i would give people is that first um you kind of need to take, you need to put aside time to just figure out what do you really want to do. It sounds simple, but like figuring out what what makes you happy, what makes you get up in the morning, and not think of it as like, hey, I was a finance major in college, so now I can only look for finance jobs, or like, hey, I was I was studying medicine, so now I can only work for healthcare startups. Put all of that aside. Just sit down and think about the future. Think about not just the next year or two years. Think about five to ten year outlook and say, hey, what do I really want to do? And if you're struggling to figure out your true passion, here's a little hack that one of our guests shared. Uh, so one of our guests said, hey, when you're taking a flight and you're standing by the newsstand at the airport, when you look at the newsstand, which magazine are you going to pick up? So... Think about it. 
which magazine are you going to pick up if you're standing at the airport? Because that will tell you what your passion is going to be. That's awesome. I, I really do love the, the idea behind it. And I like how you cover not just like engineering or um, a certain aspect. You, you seriously cover all of it. And I think that's, that's really useful and awesome. I want to ask, how do you get all these stories? Is it submitted to you or is it just kind of people that you know? Yeah, so, so, so we actually get a lot of people ask this question, and, um, and they, they're always asking us, thinking that, hey, like, what, you guys are going to run out of these stories. But honestly, we, so Arthur and I and Ruben, we've been out here for two, year, for two years now, yeah. and when we just go out and meet people, you'd be surprised how many people that are just in our circles who have these amazing non-traditional stories. Okay. And uh, on top of it, having gone through coding boot camps ourselves we've met lawyers who quit their jobs and became engineers we've had we met doctors Actors, high school dropouts musicians. yeah so we, we, we really like surrounded ourselves with those types of people and if you think about technology as an industry it's no longer just a single vertical like technology is disrupting every single industry and right. there is this new demand for jobs like product management ux design that when you go to college and you major in uh, a subject, there's not a major like product manager that you can just take in school. So people who be became product managers, they came from these non-traditional backgrounds. They might have had a college degree. So we're not saying you, like you're not going to you, you shouldn't have a college degree, but they were able to leverage the previous skills that they've had and acquire the skills that they need as a product manager to now build product, build amazing consumer mobile apps, enterprise products, and so on. Thank you to Timur and Arthur for coming on and speaking with me about uh, the podcast and so many other things about startups in general. It was really uh, interesting to hear what they had to say, and I cannot wait to hear future episodes of Breaking Into Startups. Now, if you want to check out their uh, all of their stuff, you can go to the website breakingintostartups.com. From there, you'll find all of their social media and all their episodes as well. You can also check out them on any podcasting platform that you use. And you can easily find them on there simply at Breaking Into Startups. Now, that is the conclusion to today's edition of Podcast of the Day. Don't worry, though. There's a lot more where that came from, especially on tomorrow's edition where we're talking about a podcast about science. But it is unlike any other podcast we've highlighted on the show before. And you may just think you know why it's different, but trust me, you probably aren't going to be able to guess why it's different. So make sure you tune in tomorrow to hear exactly why it is all different. Um, if you want to talk to me about today's episode or any podcasting stuff in general, feel free to reach out to me at Podcast of the Day on Twitter. Um, it'll be at POTD Anchor. You can also contact at Anchor for more. You can also call into this station right here and tell me anything you want about the podcast that we talked about today or any podcasting stuff in general. I'm always down to hear what you have to say, so feel free to get in contact. That is it for me, though. As I said earlier, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, have a great one, and I'll catch you right back here tomorrow on Podcast of the Day. I, that, that sounds awesome. Uh, did you guys have any social media or anything you had to, uh, that you wanted to shout out as well? Um, I, I think that your listeners can just find us on – it's Breaking to Startups, so we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, if there's some people who are unsure about – 
tech, I would say just join our Facebook community and you'll see the types of conversations that people are having there. And if you're even hesitant, if tech is right for you, just ask that question in the group and you can start a discussion. It's breaking into startups community. You can just look for it on Facebook. Do you have any advice uh, for people who are really just trying to, to, to break into it? I know you said you just kind of have to put all you have into it, but when they're really uh, really just determined to, to find their passion, do you have any yeah. really good tips for totally. them? Yeah, and we actually, it's funny that you're asking this question because we, like one of the biggest questions that our listeners have for us is yeah. that uh, they listen to the podcast, they get excited, they're like, hey, so what are the next steps? I want to take that action, right? Yeah. Um, and so what we, from our experience, the biggest thing that helped us was uh, learning how to tell our story in a compelling way. So uh, explain to them, hey, this is why I'm interested in tech. And then uh, connecting with people in the tech industry. And you'll be surprised how easy it is nowadays with social networks and LinkedIn and everything else. Um, connecting with people in the industry and just asking them for either a coffee or a 15-minute phone call. And literally... That's been uh, game-changing for so many of our community members. Before they even decide to attend a coding boot camp or before they decide to quit their current jobs, um, people who've taken the first step of actually um, either cold emailing or reaching out to people, um, let's say you go on LinkedIn and type in uh, Dropbox, right? Because, hey, like Dropbox is a cool startup. Yeah. And you can see everyone's first name, last name, what their title is, what their background is. And so if you just go through LinkedIn, you can identify five to ten people who may have similar backgrounds to you, who may be doing the job that you're interested in. Um, and so the advice we give people is that, hey, reach out to those folks. You'd be surprised how willing they are to take that call with you or take you out for a coffee. 